0: Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live episode 231, the one where I finally get my hands on those stupid-ass back buttons for the DualShock 4. Where'd you find that? So, uh, Wario64, friend of the show, not really, never no. met him. Um, <laughs> he he had posted, like, uh, two weeks ago that they were at Best Buy a- online. And so okay. I put it in my cart, but I hesitated to get it, and then... It just disappeared because it sold out immediately
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: last week the same thing happened he put it in he said that they were available at best buy so i didn't wait i just bought it immediately and then it came like within the week so i fi- I finally got the dualshock 4 back button attachment i haven't taken it out of the box because i figured why not share it with you guys uh well and it's not like i play ps4 games anymore <laughs> We'll do the we'll do it during the unboxing. We're not gonna okay. do it right now. We gotta talk right. about the main topic as quick as possible before we yeah. start losing people. Um, but how was that? Forty dollars? Thirty dollars? Thirty dollars? Thirty dollars? Yeah, this is a uh, thirty dollars. I think it was four dollars with shipping. Uh, then I saw it was on Amazon, um, which I would have gotten free shipping. So I feel a little little peeved about that. But Amazon's been bad lately. I wanted one. They were impossible to get when they first came out cause I was wanting to make a video and then I everybody else got them and made videos before the thing even came out. So I was I like, know. Oh, well that's worthless. And then when the thing came out, you couldn't get it. I've been using, uh, the, the scuff vantage controller, yeah. which I don't recommend. There's a lot of weird problems with this controller, but it has yeah. the back thing. So I can't justify getting that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Hey everybody. Hello, uh, my chat's all weird. Hello, God Gray. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, Tomatachen. Hello, uh, JT Mitchell. But a special hello to Jamie89, JT Mitchell again. Uh, I require coffee. Tom Hoskin. I got more. I got two Streamlabs open, and I got more on my other Streamlabs. That is weird. Uh, Deceptive John, Matthew Dark Darktype, Danny Mira, Sage Phoenix, Trip Gould, uh, and Swaruzzo for being members here on YouTube. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here, and thank you to those who have decided to become members. And also, uh, G with $10. Uh, tomorrow is the day we see the PS5 console review, and could Xbox and Nintendo come to a nego- negotiable way to receive the cancelled games? Revive, Revive the... Scalebound since those are companies th- those are companies buddies it has to revive it your take <laughs> All right everything after tomorrow is the PS5 console reveal is nonsense <laughs> So he he's asking if Nintendo and Xbox should play nice and revive Scalebound Yeah um Nintendo has nothing to do with Scalebound number 1 number 2 I don't even think Platinum owns platinum games the developer of scalebound i don't think they own scalebound i think microsoft owns that ip well that's what he's saying yeah. he's saying that they should just pretty much release it to nintendo i feel like there are much bigger things i would rather have microsoft and nintendo work on together like oh i don't know an hd remake of golden eye <laughs> with online multiplayer cross-platform. I think that there's room to revive Scalebound. I think there was no reason to cancel it at all. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it's very surprising that they did cancel it. Uh, I don't know if Nintendo would care, though. They, they already yeah, no. have such great things that they're working on, and yeah. they already got Astral Chain, they got Bayonetta coming, you know? They're, they're getting uh, the wonderful one-on-one. Yeah, they're, they're... I mean, they should. Xbox should let that happen, but I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't see it personally. Derek Garcia with $2 and Gary Polk with $5. Scuff Vantage is so bad, even the 2.0 is bad. That's the one I have. Uh, It's the most returned item at the store I work at. Wow. The only reason I don't like it is because in order to use voice chat, you have to have it directly plugged in, which is okay. You know, I like having it plugged in, but then it just... The voice chat just disconnects like every, (laughs) like, other match. It's super (laughs) annoying. Also, it has... It has the R2 and L2 buttons on the sides. Also, It has an extra ones on the sides. That's weird. So it's got it here and it's got it on the side, and I always hit it. I always hit the yeah. side one. You, you can't turn that off? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't really like looked into it. All right. Uh, and I, ha- I haven't played with the paddles at all. I haven't mapped yeah. anything to that. I'm curious to see because I've never played with a controller. Well, we'll get to it when we get to it. All right. All right. Uh, let's talk about the main thing. Yes. So E3 uh, was supposed to be this week. Correct. Uh, The only manufacturer that was on track to actually release news was Sony. When do they usually have their conference? Well, remember, Sony wasn't going to go to E3 this year. That's true. But Um, they were still going to have their announcement. They were still going to have their announcement. They were going to do it last week when do they normally have their announcements for uh their e3 the announcement monday monday e3, e3 monday yeah oh well they were going to do it thursday yeah which was a little bit ahead yeah but they pushed it to this week uh tomorrow. still yeah so they're doing it tomorrow of course yeah. they, they had no uh they could not care less about Wolf Den live yeah no. so we're just gonna make up all the uh yes all news about sony's conference turns out the ps5 it's just the PS4 upside down. So you <laughs> won't take your PS4, turn it upside down, and you got yourself a PS5. No, we got Well, uh, We'll hear... I, I, hopefully we'll see what this thing looks like tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but first we got to talk about Xbox Lockhart. Yes. because So everybody knows the Xbox Series X is a thing. We know that that's happening. We know uh-huh. we're getting that. We know what it looks like. We don't know how much it's going to cost. And Xbox isn't doing a thing until next month. So any more information... We already have a lot of information on Xbox Series X. But any more information, it's going to have to wait another month. But according to TechRadar, uh, Lockhart rumors intensify as uh, references to console are found in Windows 10 code. If you forgot... Lockhart is the other console, the the one S, if you will. Yes, the more consumer-friendly, I guess, less powerful version of the Series X. Correct. The one S to the Series X one X, if that makes no any <laughs> sort of sense. The one S to the xbox one x what no you got you did it right you did it right you did it right (laughs) anyway anyway we're not gonna get it right it's not gonna happen more fuel on the fire, perhaps we'll hear something official from Microsoft soon? Probably not for another month. Project Lockhart is rumor is re, uh, referred to in some Windows 10 code libraries. It has emerged pouring more fuel onto the fire of the rumor that Microsoft has a second digital only next-gen console in the works. The theory is that the second Project Lockhart console would sit under the top end Xbox Series X. See, they said it better than we do, and that's why they get paid to write articles. Yeah. As a more affordable alternative Xbox Series S, question mark? I take it back they didn't do it better than us. For those (laughs) happy to have a lesser spec machine, but it's still unclear as to whether this is Microsoft's plan or indeed what Lockhart might actually be uh we what we know what we now know is that it's something to do with the xbox given that reference to xbox lockhart have been discovered by a security researcher and posted on twitter let's look at this tweet uh let's see here there's a whole thread
1: yeah I, mean, I don't work
0: at Forbes. I know for a fact that Lockhart is real. COVID messed with scheduling. These guys will see what I've been talking about since June 2018. Give them time to catch up. Uh, and he quote tweeted a Forbes article that said, I do not believe Microsoft's Xbox Lockhart exists. I don't like Forbes for gaming. Wait, where are you seeing this? So in the article, uh huh, they they link a tweet from title os yeah i see that go to the quote see- tweet he quote tweeted okay the quote tweet it literally re- is referred to yeah in the click OS. on that and then scroll okay. up uh, okay yes uh and then somebody said it's literally referred to in the os uh okay. and then it, the guy posts where the thing is in the os right uh it's all what's interesting to me is that these are all code names You'd yeah. think that they would use the actual names. Well, no, because I don't think they know what the actual names are until what? after they've started developing it. So they still refer to it by their code names internally. Right. That, but, that, but, well, like... Uh, I guess they have to develop going? before the, the name's out, and yeah. they don't want to update it because there's no really reason to because it's not like anybody's going to actually see this information. And, and I know, like, Nintendo... I think I have actually gamecube game here because i have a gamecube in my desk don't tell anybody um so i got number Ga- gamecube used to be codenamed dolphin yes so they still like this is 007 nightfire and the product code for it is d-o-l-p-g-o-7-e mm. d-o-l for dolphin all gamecube games have a code number starting with d-o-l for dolphin Okay. And that's continued on the Wii. They have REV, which the codename was Revolution. And for the Switch, they have a codename started with NX because it was originally the NX. Right, right, right. So they still reference their original names, at least Nintendo does. And I'm assuming Microsoft does it on a software Well, It, level. it, it does make sense because yeah. why go back and change all of their code just yeah. to reference the new name? That yeah. doesn't really matter. Because you could see in this... Uh, whatever this is i guess it's the system 32 files um it says xbox durango scorpio anaconda Mm -hmm. so scorpio was The, the xbox one x right and durango was i think that was the xbox one what's anaconda i think that was series x all right, while well, you look that up, while well, you look up what those two names are, I will finish reading this article. Title OS found the references, that's the guy who tweeted it, uh, with there mm-hmm. being five in total in System 32 library for Windows, and they were present alongside mentions of Xbox Anaconda, which is the code name for the Series X, uh, as IGN uh, reports. Uh, yeah, Xbox One was Durango. Okay, and Series X was Anaconda. Correct, Uh, of course this hardly proves that Microsoft has a lower priced spin on its next gen Xbox in the pipeline, but it is at least another indication that such a project might really exist. Uh, As we've heard before from Windows Central, the disc-less console is apparently already in the home testing phase, meaning those who work on the Xbox team are playing around with it outside of the office. Again, though, we have to be somewhat careful around these rumors, and even if Lockhart is coming, we still don't know if the first frame might be later rather than sooner. Uh, After all, Microsoft released the Xbox One S some three years after the original Xbox One emerged, and while it's unlikely that there would be such a gap this time around, the point is that both next-gen consoles might not launch that close to each other. As we've speculated in the past, there could be a year or so gap between them, assuming that Lockhart comes to pass at all, of course. Previously, the rumor mongers were hoping to hear something about Project Lockhart in May, but that didn't happen. However, presumably, if that alternative console is in the picture for the near future, we'll hear something, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so the the long short is that uh, Xbox Lockhart is a thing. Yes. Uh, it's a second console to be alongside the Series X. The question is... Is it going to launch alongside the Series X? Or will it be a year out? Or I don't think it'll be more than a year out. I feel like if it's supposed to be like a lower spec version of the same thing as Series X, why would they delay it? Why would you want to push, you know, the really expensive high power one that not a lot of people are guaranteed to get and then eventually come out with like a more consumer casual friendly version of it. So I I think that they're going to launch alongside each other or at least very close to each other. Yeah. But I'll argue for releasing it later. <laughs> so maybe they want to push the Sir- the Series X the big powerful one because you know in E3 season everybody's comparing specs. Everybody's gonna be looking at the Series X compared to the PlayStation 5, and they're gonna see which one's gonna be better, you know? And maybe Microsoft knows that PlayStation is only gonna have one console, it's gonna be a super powerful console, and they wanna compete directly with the super powerful console. And they know that we don't have to make a smaller version because uh, who are we competing against? We're only competing against Sony and they have a big powerful one. So they could be taking it as like a as like a like, like they could be taking it a little easy, being like, "All right, we'll slap them with the cheaper one later." Yeah. I don't think that's what's happening though. I think that this whole uh, Xbox One X and Xbox uh, One S situation taught these console manufacturers that the new Meta is to have a premium console and a more consumer friendly console, which is a little sad because well, when, when the series act, when the 1x came out we were all like this is stupid i hate iterative consoles this shouldn't be happening yeah did they learn that because sony doesn't seem to be putting out a second ps5 well that's because the playstation 4 pro uh, nobody appreciated yeah. that when that came out, everybody was like, "This is stupid." But this One X, everybody was like, "This is amazing." I think, well, I think that's because One X did a Microsoft did a better job at like selling, like this is a more powerful, yeah, video game system. But by the same token, you know, that still didn't make, that still didn't help Microsoft catch up to Sony's lead in the console space. No, you but know, but, but I, to- I think Microsoft's playing a different game now. I, well, I, now, yeah, I think that they realize that going immediately head to head wasn't going to work and again i think that in this new console generation microsoft's going to be going uh they're going to be pushing software more they're going to be pushing uh game streaming more mm-hmm. so i think them releasing a second console that's diskless is doubling down on the whole uh xbox as a as, what do you call it? as as an ecosystem yeah rather than just a console also it's possible Lockhart isn't even a system <laughs> it's possible that could just True. be xcloud turning into Lockhart well no because xcloud is xcloud that's that's a separate project entirely I mean maybe <laughs> no definitely well, why why would they where's the code name for xcloud well cuz xcloud isn't hardware right but it mimics like when you have a cloud service like that it has to mimic a hardware right it has to mimic a hardware yeah but so i'm saying it could it's be it's probably mimicking anaconda if anything i'm saying it could be it could xbox isn't going to be i mean xcloud isn't going to be xcloud when it comes out no it's going to be something else it'll probably get rolled into game pass i hope so i think that'd be the smartest move yeah no because they wouldn't have two separate code names and then at the last minute oh surprise it's the same thing that just doesn't make any sense i just think that i think that lockhart is gonna be focused on streaming or focused on you know digital yeah downloads and whatnot um but it's Possible it might not even be a physical console, is all I'm saying. I think it is. I think it's going to be a physical console, but I'm saying it's possible. It's not even going to be a physical console. I just hope it has a disk drive, because I don't think that All rumors are are pointing towards no. I don't think we're there yet with these types of games. I mean, if the hard drive's big enough and you can just download them on there, that's one thing. But like a purely streaming device, we're not there yet uh i'm afraid of hard drive space in these next-gen consoles yeah. i'm a little scared of hard drive space because right now i'm my 500 gig ps4 is not having a good time yeah it's not having a good time and uh these next-gen consoles don't have big hard drives because they're all ssds yeah and and well, they need and they need more the well, games no. are going to take up even we, more space. So we it's confirmed that Series X is going to launch with a one terabyte hard drive, one terabyte NVMe SSD installed. And the PS5 is going to launch with like a nine something gigabyte mm-hmm. SSD. And then it's expandable memory from there. But even still, most people like you haven't upgraded your PS4 hard drive. No, but I desperately my friends, need to. I'm the only person I know who's upgraded my PS4 hard drive. Mm-hmm. So the chances are most people, your average person is not going to upgrade. He's not going to add an additional NVMe hard uh, SSD to their system or even know that Microsoft sells proprietary uh, NVMe drives for the Series X. So chances are you're going to be stuck in a similar situation where you'll only be able to get five games on your system and then that's it. The, yeah the important thing to realize is that these games are going to be much bigger than the games now mm-hmm. and when Warzone is friggin' 200 gigabytes think about what that's going to mean for a for, for a four, grand, the- grand theft auto 6 yeah for a 4k like uh experience yeah. uh you're going to be looking at a lot of a, a lot of memory and 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 i mean these games are only now taking up this much space because we're at yeah. the end of the console life cycle. Imagine what the end of the next console life cycle is going to be like. Those games are going to take up the whole freaking hard drive. It's going to be nuts. Um. So, yeah, one terabyte. I mean, it's bigger than what these systems launched with, but it's still not, you know. I mean, if you were to go out and buy a, an Xbox either xbox or either version of the ps4 now they come with a terabyte yeah that's what i'm saying like they they realize halfway through right. the console life cycle that okay these games are getting big um my so so xbox is only 500 gigs still. i i think my one x what is my one x it should be a terabyte they only released one yeah yeah it's a terabyte yeah oh no that's series x i'm looking at <laughs> Oh, I'm looking at a versus. Should be a terabyte. Yeah, it's a terabyte. It's a terabyte. Yeah, I gotta put, I gotta. But I, the, I keep talking about Warzone and I take it on my whole freaking PS4 hard drive. But I've been playing it on PS4 because it's easier to upgrade all of your weapons and stuff if you play the actual Modern Warfare multiplayer. And I only have Modern Warfare on my on my PS4 i don't want to buy it again that'd be stupid right anyway uh if lockhart is a physical console which uh, i mean all signs are pointing to yes it's a physical console yeah uh not my crazy tinfoil hat conspiracy that it's a digital service um if it's a physical console uh, it needs a lot of hard drive space because it's going to be yeah, digital only, and it's not going to have a disk drive. It, it ha- I mean, they'd be fools to launch it with anything less than a terabyte. I if they're doing NVMe style drives, I don't think they should on a lock card. I think they should. Well, or no they, no, they can't. They can't do regular traditional hard disk drives because these new systems, the development cycle is. Based on the fact they use solid state, here's what I'm thinking. Here's my idea. I got an idea. Okay, Microsoft. I hope you're listening. Well, it's too late now. You're already in development. Yeah. Uh, 500 gig NVMe, 500 gigs, and okay. then an actual hard disk. That's a terabyte. I th- both Xbox and PS5. Um, you can attach an external hard drive to them, like a tr- mm-hmm. like. One of these traditional external hard drives and they can work. Actually, it's exactly that hard drive. It just says Xbox on it. (laughs) But I'm saying like they'll work on there. Oh, yeah. But they won't be as fast as some games might. There might even be compatibility issues. Yeah. They. I mean, I don't. Would the problem really- is consoles were designed to be simpler to use. You just plug them into your TV, and there you go. <laughs> you can play the game. You don't have to worry about upgrading your graphics card or freaking dealing with hard drive space or RAM crap or whatnot. It was supposed to be the simpler alternative to PC gaming, and now... It ain't. I was thinking about that. I was watching Dr. Disrespect going through some troubleshooting with his game because he's got, you know, everybody plays on PC and he's having all these stupid problems. Mm -hmm. And I was like, these people get like thousands and thousands of dollars they dump into their gaming PC. And then they have to tweak all of these settings and it doesn't even, you know, it's not even like, it doesn't even look better than it does on console and you like know I mean? another and like these consoles now some tvs might be incompatible with them yeah <laughs> it's like so i hate, hate video games video games are <laughs> stupid there might be a way to have two hard drives and have the game copy to the faster one when you want to play it, but that might also take a thousand that might also just take a really long time yeah. to do before you actually boot up the game. But anyway, right now when you want to play a game, it updates for 4 years. So because yeah. it has to download the game again yes. and then slowly delete the other one. Yeah, and it needs twice the amount of room to yeah. d- to update. Because it needs to copy the update. Stupid. Everything sucks. It's a pain. Video games are terrible. Hard drive space is going to be a major issue in this next gen, yeah situation. Um, but hard the the SSD seems to be a big deal with development because it's going to be a lot. Yeah. F- it's going to make the games a lot faster. It's just unfortunate that it's going to be more expensive to uh, have more room. Um. So yeah, I don't know. That's another thing. If Lockhart is is. A, a cheaper, uh, less powerful version. How is it going to play all of the new games? And that's why, again, I think it being a digital focused or streaming focused thing uh, makes more sense. Yeah. And like you know, Halo Six, when that comes out, it'll be playable on your One S. You know your your old generation. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it'll be playable on the Lockhart, but will it be playable via streaming or will it be playable directly on the console itself? We don't know. Also on the note of Halo 6, uh, there was a developer who tweeted, man, I would be looking at everybody's uh, reactions to Halo 6 right now, but instead I'm folding laundry. (laughs) And everyone went nuts being like, oh, they delayed the, uh, the Halo 6 announcement. And then uh, Microsoft came out and was like, no, we didn't. It's still going to happen. Yeah. We, we know when we're going to do it. Uh, but I think they totally did. I think all of that stuff would have happened during E3. You know? Mm-hmm. Thanks for being here, Will. I'm... stubborn. <laughs> what do you want me to f- add I don't to know. Contribute to the conversation. <laughs> uh, there's a lot... Th- Every announcement was supposed to happen this week, and uh right, now they're just kind of taking it taking they're just kind of dragging their feet they're 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 taking it as as a well, I think you know Microsoft you know had everything riding on this week, and they just needed to find a way to reschedule it and rework how they are going to deliver. I guess now that they have more time, mm-hmm. yeah they're taking you know, the time, yeah, they're taking their time because you know they want they want to do it right. Because their inside Xbox shows are bad, <laughs> and they don't want to do that. Also, too, the, the last big announcement, when they promised to reveal gameplay footage and then didn't, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they'll probably reworking how they announced things. That's the thing. They're going to do it. The next announcement, I think, is going to be in July, and they're going to show yeah. more of the Series X or whatever. And it's going to be like four hours of them just talking to each other on a couch and that's yeah. not what we want to see. We want to <laughs> see like less than ten minutes of how, th- th- like how it works and the price. We and then you can yeah. show some games for the next fifty minutes and then call it. That like it. Bill Spencer comes out, talks about uh, the system, how powerful it is, all of its features. That takes less than ten minutes, and then gameplay footage for the next god knows how long and then afterwards there's like a FAQ that IGN puts up that says oh you can also do this with the Series X but you can't do this show us features just but don't spend four hours talking on the couch and and, and interviewing developers I mean do do that after the main bit I mean, they had the blueprint of what not to do. It's called the Xbox One reveal. Yes, <laughs> don't don't do that at well, all. Well, the Xbox One reveal was you can't do this and you yeah. can't do this and it and you have to pay this and, and here it is. <laughs> and it will only always have connect, and it's going to have a lot of TV shows, including Steven Spielberg. Have you heard of him? And uh, oh yeah, here's Halo. They they just that was a very like negative experience it was very like like you can't do all this stuff and it it cost a butt ton here it is yeah they didn't set themselves up for success for the for the xbox one launch um and tomorrow we get to see what sony does yeah which should be fun um you don't have it here but it's not really news there's a amazon uk Uh had a listing for the ps5 a two terabyte model for 600 pounds mm-hmm. and that roughly translates what is that in uh in english <laughs> uh 765 dollars i yeah the ps5 is gonna be expensive yeah and so and, is uh, the series x so, well sony knows the ps5 is gonna be expensive yeah. i think that's why they've been so cagey about it i think that's also why it's that's i think that's also why microsoft is like we gotta have two consoles Yeah. It's gonna be expensive. But right. Sony seems to just be like, We don't care. Here it is. You're gonna yeah. buy ours anyway. Where else are you gonna play your JRPGs? Yeah. Microsoft? Ha ha. <laughs> Although uh, this isn't an article, but Persona five Golden is coming to PC. Oh there you go. So uh looks like Atlas is uh, making moves. That is Atlas, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. Okay, well, uh, that's all I got for Xbox. We can talk about PS5, though. We got another thing all on right. PS5. But first, we got a bunch of Super Chats. We did. Uh, also, people in the chat are talking about IGN's Summer Game Fest, which is going on right now. Yeah. Uh, I looked at a bunch of trailers that they announced there, a bunch of game trailers. Uh, none of them were that exciting. So, and almost no gameplay. There was really? one that looked cool. That was like a Dark Souls kind of situation. Yeah. That looked really cool, but uh, nothing else really caught my eye. Anyway, where am I? Jamie Thomas with two pounds. Uh, stay safe, Wolf Bros. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also, very Gary excited Pope, to play as remember. you again in uh, Tony Hawk One and Two when that comes out. Oh yes, yeah. You were you were my main. Uh, is the leap of faith in one and two, one or two, two two okay yeah uh gary Polk also became a member uh alessandro with the 30 dollars donated oh hey bob and will been a fan for years now i've been trying to get a switch for my sister for months now and couldn't find one i used zoo alert oh we talked about that Uh, based on your recommendation and found her Switch in a single day wanted to donate to say thank you I'm very happy that worked for you I haven't personally tried it myself Um, (laughs) but that's awesome that you were able to do that yeah did anybody else do that I'm curious to know if it worked for anybody else uh Moshio uh with uh Atuni thought they said PS5 plus PS5 Pro release same day they They're... haven't said anything about a PS5 Pro, right? Yeah, so all far... we know is that there's one skew for the PlayStation Five. Yeah, there's not even any rumors of a second yeah. skew. Uh, Ninja modder with two pounds. Sorry, I pointed out that you had sweat on your shirt. <laughs> yeah, my last video, I was sweating, and it's you could see stains yeah. on my like sweat stains on my shirt. And I, I could have cropped in, but I was like, nah, leave it. I I want people to know that I'm heated. <laughs> uh tony wood 25 with five dollars this is a bold comment but i just got a switch and as of right now next gen has left my mind i will get a ps5 but won't rush for a launch unit i think a lot of people feel that way you you should never really rush to get a launch system at least that's my philosophy on it anyway so yeah, yeah enjoy your switch for a long ass time so will is not an early adopter by any means I, if I like something, I am because I like to be in the zeitgeist. I like to be able to talk about it and stuff because it's mm-hmm. part of my job. <laughs> but even before that, like, you know, I still like to be in and like be in the know of that sort of stuff. Right. Um, So I will be buying it. But again, most of the stuff that, that I just like to switch because most of the games that I want to play are not really power intensive, you know. So I'd rather have the convenience of having it on my Switch. Yeah. Alright. But speaking of PlayStation 5, uh we might know what one of the games, one of the launch games are. Nice. And I would buy this. Have you played this originally? No. Okay. So according to VG twenty four seven Bloodborne a remastered Bloodborne might be coming to PC and PS5. No, oh. recent rumors speculate spectru- that a Bloodborne remaster <laughs> developed by Blue Point Games could be coming. What? Wait, Blue Point? Blue Point is their remaster like house. I the- don't think they own Sony owns Blue Point, but like Blue Point did the Shadow of the Colossus remaster, uh, the Nathan Drake collection. I think they did i have the um, list right here would you like me to read
1: it? yes please do uh
0: blast factor was the first game <laughs> <laughs> then they do the god of war collection the yeah. ICO and shadow of the colossus collection metal yeah. gear solid hd collection you remember that yes, they did do that i didn't know that yeah, uh, i think p- they did that you know in collaboration with kojima right uh that was a great collection PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. I did not know that. I did not know that either. Flower? No. Oh, no, wait. Oh, Blue the port Point, for Flower. Blue Point did the port of PlayStation All Stars to the Vita. Oh, okay. That, make, okay. And it, and it that makes a lot of sense. It was built using uh, Blue Point's engine. So all these are our ports or collections so far. Correct. They did Titanfall for the 360 port yeah. of original game released for Microsoft Windows and Xbox One. Okay. Titanfall was Xbox One? Yeah, it was an Xbox One launch title. I don't remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, that, that was like the reason to get an Xbox One, even though half of my friends played it on 360. Uh, so they played the Blue Point version. Yeah. Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gravity Rush Remastered, which I, sh- I feel like I should play that. I have it on Vita. I've never played it. And Shadow of the Colossus, the remake. Yeah. So that was the first like actual game they developed. Well, no, Blast Factor. Is oh, I'm the first sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But from 2006 to 2018, they only did ports. Yes. And collections. Yeah. And remasters. They remastered some stuff. But yeah. the but full remake was Shadow of the Colossus. But anyway. Uh, rumors about the potential for a Bloodborne remaster have been spreading like wildfire all weekend after a streamer called Casey Explosion. boom Awesome name. Offered to donate a hundred dollars to a racial justice charity in exchange for some insider information about the future of Bloodborne. Check out the tweet below. By the he's uh he's, blah, blah, blah. he said, by the way if any sony folks uh or anyone who might be in the know want to leak me some actual juicy details i'll donate a hundred dollars to this racial justice charity of your choice um holy crap leaked steam listing for bloodborne it's happening details and replies uh this is another one of his tweets that he quote tweeted uh oh (laughs) he he baited it's it's links to charities after that um Casey Explosion followed up less than 20 minutes later saying she not only knew that a Bloodborne remaster would be coming to PC, but also who was handling the port. Uh, Okay, that was fast. Not only know it's coming to PC, I even know who's doing the port. Okay. Casey Explosion later confirmed that Bloodborne Remaster was definitely happening and claimed to have heard the news straight from a trusted source at Sony. However, she declined to share specific details, making the claims difficult to fully verify. Uh, for those just joining me, yes, Bloodborne will come to PC. I've had it confirmed by a very trusted source, and I have a lot of faith in the company who's doing the port. You won't be disappointed. It is genuinely happening. So who says Bluepoint? According to Casey Explosion, the source also confirmed that the Bloodborne PC port was due to be announced at the PS5 event scheduled for uh, last week, but is now happening tomorrow. Uh... Although Casey Explosion claimed to know who was handling the rumored Bloodborne remaster, she never revealed any names in her tweets. However, a YouTuber who goes by the handle PC Gaming Inquisition... (laughs) Claimed afterwards that the port was being handled as a joint effort between Bluepoint Games of Shadow of the Colossus remake fame and QLOC, who worked on Dark Souls remastered. You can watch the full PC gaming Inquisition video below. Did people like the Dark Souls remastered? I think so. I'm thinking of the Switch one. That wasn't a, was. No, didn't people didn't people like that? I thought it was like broken when it first came out. I don't know. Everything's broken when it first comes out. Mm. Industry analysis on Twitter. Industry analysts on Twitter were quick to jump on board, sharing the details of various rumors in circulation. Nib- nibble. Nibble? Nibellian? Anyway, this guy's great. Yeah. Uh, rumor Bloodborne remaster coming to PC and PS5 soon. Developed by Q Lock and Bluepoint Games. Better textures and models, better loading times, and more. Cute. quality of life quality of life that's what that means improvements 60 frames per second 4k ultra wide support <laughs> what is ultra wide like the if monitor they, yeah if you have an ultra wide monitor interesting on a console no that's pc that's no, yeah, definitely pc yeah that'd be nuts if the next gen consoles have ultra wide support. One, series x is gonna be like <laughs> a selling point that's, that's you know that would that be in. wild I would. That would make me get an ultra wide monitor. Imagine having an increased field of view like that in a in like a competitive shooter. That would be essential. I'm picturing like because I remember when Metroid Prime came out and the big thing was like your first person view was Samus's visor, Mm -hmm. and it was cool because like you could see like her visor like like the thing come down here and like the things up here, and like it got a little stretched when like you watched it on a widescreen TV. What the hell is that going to look like with an ultra wide? (laughs) monitor. It's going to look stupid. It's a big ass helmet. You just see the sides of the helmet. Yeah, it's just a black after a certain point. No, that's dumb. Uh, but in a game like Call of Duty, that would be essential. Yeah. Call of you Duty. You, would, you would miss important stuff if you didn't have ultra wide, you know? Yeah. Anyway, uh I don't think we need to... Oh, Nib- Nibble also goes on to explain that due to upcoming Horizon Zero Dawn PC port, it wouldn't be unusual to see an influx of Sony blockbusters make their way to Steam. Interesting. So that also would mean uh, uh Spider-Man, God of War, stuff like that. Yeah. I don't see why not. I think that would be awesome. Yeah. I think they saw like Microsoft was having success with it. So they're like, I guess we should do it too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's great to sell consoles, but like you have a whole user base that you're missing out on just because you're trying to have your own ecosystem. Yeah. And uh, the consoles only exist to sell the software. So why not just you'd sell more software. The only yeah. downside I can think of is that uh, you're losing the whole walled garden situation. Like, like uh, if I have a PS4 and that's it, I'm going to buy all my games on the PS4, you know? Yeah. Because you, you first think, what are which console has the best exclusives? Sony? Okay, I'm going to get a PlayStation 4. And then you just buy all of your software for the PlayStation 4. Um. But if you have a gaming PC already, maybe you won't get a PS4. Well, you would get a PS4 maybe if you want to play an exclusive game. But that that won't necessarily get you to buy more Sony games. It might be more beneficial to dump some of these games on the PC. Death Stranding, I think they said is coming to PC. Yeah, it's coming to PC. Yeah. So they already kind of are doing that. Which is, I think, great. I think that's a great idea. Uh, Blue Point... I freaked out a little bit when I heard Blue Point because uh, there's been rumors that they're working on a Metal Gear remake. Oh, the first one, Metal yeah. Gear Solid? yeah, yeah. And I really, really want that. I yes. mean, I think Twin Snakes is still like the perfect remake. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I would love to dive I know back into Kojima's that. Kojima's dream was a was an open world, fully open world remake of Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid One. I'd be down. So I don't know if blue point is like, I doubt they're making that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but it'd be interesting to see if uh, we get a good metal gear game without Kojima involved. No, I don't think open world needs to happen necessarily for like, I, I, I think op- there was like a, you know, in the last few years, p- developers just decided in order to be a selling point, we need to make an open world. And it's gotta be the biggest open world that anybody's ever seen. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that needs to be the case for every game, but yeah, if it's open world in the same way that metal gear solid five was, I'd be super down because that played really well. Okay. See, I would lump metal gear solid five in the games that didn't need to be that, open, that big <laughs> of an open world. Right. I felt like that because that game was so big, Nothing like you lost focus so quickly with like everything else going on. To to me it didn't really feel that much like an open world like because you you, you select a mission and then you jump right to that part of the right. world. But you know. I think because cuz it's not just the world, the gameplay world that's open, like the entire everything is open. Like you don't have to do things in a certain order as you you know, you can you know, spend as much time doing side missions or hanging out on mother base and doing all these other little things. Yeah. Lose track of like the main story and like the previous metal gear games, it was just the story. It, like, you know, there were, there were big environments, but like you had, you were like fed along a, a path. I agree with you there. I, yeah. I, I think the map is great. Yeah. I think that, the way that you lose track of what you're actually doing because there's all this other stuff you could do. Yeah. That wasn't that great. Like the context and the setup. I I think Metal Gear Solid 5's biggest flaw was that it wasn't finished. (laughs) Like, like, like you really didn't know what was happening a lot of the time. So that didn't help with the uh, open world aspects where you would get distracted by all these other stuff Mm -hmm. but the map itself if shadow moses had a map that you could experience like that that would be i'd be super cool with that but there would be no way to have like a home base that would be weird it wouldn't be like they wouldn't be able to do it like middle gear solid five yeah no um also how do you do the first game with Shadow Moses as an open I mean it's already one big like yeah map but there's no ba- there's like barely any backtracking. So that yeah, no. I don't see I don't really see how that happens. It's still kind of a linear. It's like it's like Resident Evil. Yeah. Or like Metroid in a sense. Well Metroid has a little more backtracking. True. Metal Gear you don't really do that too much. Anyway, Uh, So we might know one of the PlayStation 5 launch titles. It might be Bloodborne. And I would get that because i never played Bloodborne. I've heard Bloodborne is like the Souls game to get if you're not really into Souls games because it's like faster and and more action oriented. I like that combat style. I was never into Dark Souls because it was just way too frustrating. Yeah. (laughs) But Bloodborne, I might be down with. I liked uh, Sekiro. Sekiro was good. I didn't play that much of it, but uh, that's not true. I played like five hours, which is a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot for that game, but yeah, feels like a lot to me. Uh, anyway, we got some super chats. Uh, just a hair with $2. Crap, woke up from a nap and missed the beep test. Don't worry. Uh, I messed up the first few uh, alerts, but then I fixed it. Uh, Tony Wood, twenty-five with five dollars. This is a b- oh, wait, we read that. Did we? Yeah, twenty-five. Yeah. No, five. No, oh. five dollars. Right. Did I say twenty-five? I'm still- I saw, His name is Tony Wood, twenty-five. Oh, uh, sorry, i got confused. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, this is a side tangent, but apparently, Sonic Mania is free on Xbox One with a purchase of select discounted movies. Discounted movies? Yes. So, Microsoft currently has three different sales going on. Movies first, games later. Movies inspired by games. And movies based on games. If you buy any of those movies, you will get Sonic Mania for free. That's... Oh, is one of those Sonic? Yes. That explains it. If you buy Sonic the Hedgehog the movie uh, for 13 bucks, you will get Sonic Mania for free. If you buy Detective Pikachu... For nine bucks, you get Sonic Mania for free. Buy Detective Pikachu. Yeah, if That's you it. buy Street Fighter the movie for five dollars, is that worth five? No. <laughs> I was watching a clip of that the other day, and it was it was Bison, not Bison. It was Guile's speech at the end where he's trying to like rally the troops to disobey a direct order and like basically commit a war crime. It, it is. <laughs> Oh, it's bad. Like, it, it is worse than I remember it. Oh, my good Like it, it, Yeah, I, I won't get into it, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crap. Uh, Care Kid in the chat asks, Hey, Bob, did you get gold in Mario Maker? All right, Will, so there's this thing called the ninja speedruns in Mario Maker, okay? Right, I, I'm familiar. Okay, and there, at, when you do the speedrun, there's a graph of your time and where you fit in the graph uh, compared to everybody else. And there's usually this big bell. It looks like a bell curve, yeah. like towards the towards the faster times. And there's nobody knows the exact math, but if you get towards the towards the quick end of the bell curve, you get gold. They have right. bronze, silver, and gold. Silver looks like it's the top of the bell curve, uh, and gold looks like it's more to the right, more to the fast end. Uh, I got gold. Also, you can't tell if you're going to get bronze, silver, or gold until it's over. So I always go for gold, and I made it by like a millisecond I made gold. It was very scary. (laughs) Anyway, uh, I always try to just go overboard and do it way faster so that I can make sure I get gold, but this time I got lazy and apparently uh, almost effed me up. Anyway. Speaking of sales, there's a big old eShop sale for Nintendo Switch stuff. Oh, yeah. Summer game sale, save up to 50% off, almost 1,300 games discounted. That That's a lot. I don't think they're just Switch games, but I'll note that there's only like 3,000 Switch games. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a third or a fourth of the Switch game. Yeah. According to Nintendo Life, we can't quite believe we're saying this, but Nintendo of America is currently hosting a sale on the eShop uh which has discounted the price of almost thirteen hundred games, one thousand three hundred Blimey. They're English. As you might imagine, listing every single one of those games is simply too much for this poor web page to handle. Not to mention the fact that we would have still been sitting here uh, this time next year if we had to type everything out. But we've done our best to bring you a list of some of the best. This list is massive. Uh, We should point out that this is a separate deal to the also huge sale taking place in Europe at the moment. What is that sale? Nintendo kicks off a huge digital day sale with over three hundred and fifty games discounted in Europe up to eighty percent off wow uh wow Marion rabbit's kingdom battle is on sale for a lot in uh Europe Golf story is six pounds seventy four quid is that is that right <laughs> um Anyway, let's get to the actual one that we care mm-hmm. about. Uh there's this list is huge. So I have a link to the actual eShop page. Um and I'm gonna buy some stuff, Will. What happened? Where are the Oh here yeah, they are. Um you gotta scroll up if you click that link. Yeah. I don't know I'm why it, it starts here really low. Dark Souls remastered, twenty three ninety nine. Uh it doesn't say the percent off that it gives you box boy and box girl seven bucks that's not too much of a discount uh oh a hat in time 2099 i've heard that game do i have the demo for that no i have the demo for super lucky's tale never mind i don't oh here it is coffee talk how much did you like it will you know it wasn't bad um well it's ten thirty nine. it's only like two bucks off that's okay um it was interesting it's just you know i hope you like talking because that's most of what you play <laughs> also i like uh, coffee and i don't like talking well, well i like also, the game too the part of the mini game like you can certain coffees you can add like you know latte art to oh uh-huh. very hard <laughs> it is in real life too i oh, still can't do it i made a leaf once i tried to make a peace sign because that's literally three lines <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to buy this right now. Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection. Oh nice! Uh, it's only it's usually thirty dollars. It's twenty two forty nine. I've been waiting for this to actually go on sale. Yeah. Uh, because I need it. I need to buy it. Uh, I'm in the middle of playing the first game uh, through emulators. I, I own it. It's right here. Ooh, I slam my mic. It's right here. Now I got to censor that. Sorry about it. Uh but yeah, I've been playing it through emulators. Uh so after I beat the first game, now I'll be able to plow through the next few games. Also, I have the one terabyte uh micro SD card. I still have not put that in my Switch. Shantae. Uh twenty at twenty one dollars. Mm-hmm. Doom, $30. That's half off. Yeah. Oh, and there are, believe it or not, some Mario games on here.
1: Oh. They just buried
0: them. Yeah. Mario Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, usually $60. Right now, $15. Now, I don't like that game, but I can even say that $15 is a good deal for that game. Yeah. If you like XCOM style games and you like Mario. That Venn diagram should not have a lot of people in the middle of it. (laughs) But uh, there you go. Uh, Mario Party, which I also do not like, <laughs> was sixty dollars. Now it's forty one ninety nine. Uh, Mar uh Mario Brothers U Deluxe, which is a very good game, was fifty. Now forty two dollars. Uh, that I think is a good game to play with uh, other people. That's a good multiplayer game. Yeah, you might rip their heads off because if they jump on your head, but it's worth it. Mario Tennis Aces is all right, 42 bucks. Uh Captain Toad Treasure Tracker 27.99, that's a good deal. Your your best your favorite game on the Switch will Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. I finally beat that game. Have you never beaten it before? I've never beaten it before actually. No. Well, yeah. How was your experience? Um and you know, I would use cheat codes cuz you know, I ain't got time for this anymore. I ain't got time for hard games anymore. And apparently, using God mode on the final boss does not work. (laughs) So you had to actually play the game? Uh, No, because there's another cheat called no targeting, which makes it so that enemies can't see you. Ah. But you just turn that on and four hits with the lightsaber and he's dead. (laughs) How is that fun? It is. (laughs) Okay. Look, some games, it's fun to put on God mode and just go nuts not all of them but sometimes it's fine to just plow through it because then you get to experience like because jedi outcast is very good at like the world building and letting me if you feel like you're in a star wars universe mm-hmm. so that was enough for me jedi outcast needs cheat codes for you to get the lightsaber <laughs> that too yeah I mean, at least at a reasonable time. Yeah. Uh, so, Jedi Outcast is one of the only games where I'm like, it. it's cool to use cheat codes. <laughs> it's like necessary to use cheat codes. Yeah. Also, Grand Theft Auto. Like, don't use cheat codes to beat the game, but, yeah, if, you're but if you were just noodling around, you want to use cheat codes. Yeah. Uh, this game, Bloodroots, is on sale. I just got a code for it. So, I think I have to try it out. It's you're seeing half the trailer right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I gotta try it out. It Looks good. It was in one of the Nintendo directs, I think. Yeah, we're not gonna go through this whole thing, but there's a lot of if you want, if there's a game that you want that you've wanted for a while and you've been waiting for it to go on sale. It is most definitely on sale right now. Yeah. Blasphemous. That's another one that I've wanted to try out. Uh, it's half off. Nice. It was twenty five. Now it's twenty two. Uh, twelve was 25 now it's 1249. Uh maybe I'll get that. One thing at a time. I got too many games right now. Yeah. Uh is there any games you've been wanting to get? Will? uh there were a couple I saw on here, but now like I have to refresh the page now it's all screwy. I saw Bro Force was only like 4 bucks. Bro Force is amazing. Yeah. So that's that's something that interests me. Um Bro new... Force is an amazing game. Yeah. Oh wait, am I thinking of a different I'm I'm thinking of Super Time Force. <laughs> right. Well, I mean Bro Force is like I think a similar concept just without time. It's yeah, more about bucks. it's more like Rambo-esque than you know, high concept science fiction. Right, right, right. Or whatnot. Um oh Valiant Hearts is five bucks. I've been me- I've been meaning to play that. But I have it on like PS4 for you know, PS Plus game. <laughs> right. Still wow. waiting for gameplay footage for this freaking Force game. Yeah. I know I've seen it before. It, it, it was funny because I have like, you know, Rambo and like all the famous movie action stars with, you know, it's Ram Bro or like the Broinator. Yeah. There's Alien. Yeah. But uh, it, Nintendo won't let you skip around. I'm halfway through the trailer and there's, it's yeah. still just a cartoon. Anyway, uh, we got Super Chats. We yeah. got uh, Billy Cop uh, Zocoy with $5. Should I should I off of buying Mario Odyssey? Because I suspect there'll be a sale when Nintendo releases their 35th anniversary Masters. You guys are awesome. There's almost never sales on Mario games. Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild are almost never on sale. So if you want it, just get it. I think Breath of the Wild not being part of this eShop sale is a indication that Odyssey is not going to be on sale for a really yeah. long time. Uh, they showed zero gameplay footage in that entire Bro Force <laughs> trailer. I think I watched Game Grumps play this. Uh, let's let's see Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Uh won't tell me because I have it downloaded. <laughs> uh I have to open this in a freaking incognito window. Yeah, yeah, dude. While well, you do that, uh Tony Wood25 donated five dollars, not twenty-five. Put some respect on the Wolf Den's name and hit that like button. <laughs> By the way, Odyssey and Astral Chain almost ruined my relationship. She's too hot though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Astral Chain?
1: Must Odyssey a and lot Astral Chain. Are you full
0: chain. You're playing too much of it. Uh, Breath of the Wild says pricing unavailable. Wow. I think I I'm pretty sure it's not on sale. Yeah. Uh, Astral Chain is though. It's uh forty seven ninety nine down from sixty bucks. Astral Chain is good. I thought it was just all right. Yeah. Like yeah, I'd I remember, rather play like, Bayonetta. everyone was like, oh my god, Astral Chain, and there was there was Bob being like, well actually. <laughs> Well, it's just everybody went nuts about it. And I saw it and I was like, this, it looks good. And then I played it and I was like, okay. I don't see why everybody's going nuts over this. Everybody's gonna forget about this game in a week. And then guess what they did. I understand because I was the same way when Boondock Saints was popular. (laughs) Don't understand why people like that movie. (laughs) Willem Dafoe. That's it. (laughs) That is freaking it. Uh, Bob, go to the Nintendo online website. Not logged in. It'll show you the current prices. I did. You did incognito mode. Um. Oh, is Mario Maker discounted? Oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's not going to tell me. I have to friggin' go to an incognito window. Uh hold on. I'm looking cause I it is not discounted. That's another indication that it's gonna be a while. Yeah. Those other games that are a uh, pricing unavailable, God. Those other games that are discounted uh are not, you know. I mean they they're big selling Mario games, but they're not Mario Maker. Mario uh, Odyssey is also Mario Odyssey. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, what's the next story here? Uh, Sorry, hold on. I saw Super Mario Odyssey starter pack and I want to know... Oh, it just comes with a booklet. Never mind. Oh, let's talk about this, which is still... We're talking about discounts still. Capcom is up for the game sales. Yes. Uh, And most of them are 50% off. Yes. Uh Mega Man 0ZX Legacy Collection was only 25 which I just purchased right now. Uh Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney 50% off. Dra- Dragon's Dogma 50% off. Mega Man 11 50% off. Uh Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate 60% off. Okami HD 50% off. Uh, Shinsekai Into the Depths, 25% off. Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, 63% off. That's good. This is for you. Resident Evil Zero. <laughs> Resident Evil Zero and HD, the first one, 57% yeah. off. Four, five, and six, 50% off. I'll, those are all the Resident Evil games I own on Switch. <laughs> uh, I've never played six. I feel Me like either. I still won't if I buy this. I I I was going to actually after I finished Jedi Knight um but then I played Florence finally and I beat it in 2 hours very good um and then I started the Messenger finally Oh good yeah I still haven't beaten that I feel I like got I'm very not far, going but to I never beat that, beat that game it. <laughs> It's very very good yeah. All right uh anyway There you go. Buy some Switch games. They're all on sale. That sale goes on... I mean, the Switch summer sale is going on until the 16th. So you got a long time. Buy some games. Yeah. Or don't. Or don't. Do you, man. Sega is also in the sale. Type Sega in the eShop. Okay. I saw, like, Sega Ages games were on sale. Poyo Puyo Tetris, 1949. Uh, Sega Ages Sonic 2 is not on sale. Mm. Uh, Shinobi, the arcade version, is on sale. Alex Kidd in Miracle World, $4. The original. the original. We'll get back to that. Uh, we'll get back to it. Right now. That's a good segue. Oh, hey. There you go. Uh, guess what? I think this was part of IGN's whole thing. I think so, too. Their, their Summer Games Fest. Yeah. Um, We're getting a new Alex Kidd game, everybody. Remember Alex? Everybody loves Alex Kidd. Everybody's definitely played Alex Kidd. Uh, here it is. We're getting a new Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Beloved Sega mascot, Alex Kidd, is getting a revamped look in Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX. DX DX uh the the game is listed on Steam to drop in the first quarter of 2021 though no other consoles or release dates have been announced yet the game will also have a retro mode for those who aren't too keen on Alex's increased number of pixels just like Shenmue Sega is passing off their beloved character to another company to bring into the modern gaming era This time, Merge Games, (laughs) the folks who published the new Streets of Rage, and other great indie games like Moonlighter are taking a swing at it. Alex Kidd uh, was seen as a Sega Company mascot until Sonic the Hedgehog was introduced in 1991. The monkey-like character hasn't gotten a new game in almost 30 years, with his last gaming appearance being Alex Kidd in Shinobi World for the Master System. Wow. Don't bring up uh, Shenmue. When you're talking about this stuff. (laughs) It's not going to make people happy. Uh, The people who made Streets of Rage, though? That's good. That's good. Uh, Shenmue was such a weird... Shenmue 3 was so weird because, like, Sega... You can't find Sega's name anywhere on that game. Yeah, well, I don't blame them for that. But, like, they they own Shenmue. Mm Mm-hmm but for some reason they have nothing like they're not even listed and like anywhere in the credits or anything. Well, they it's probably like... saw how good the Kickstarter did and they were like you can do it. Just we want to be at an arm's length. Yeah. <laughs> uh I don't so this looks great. Uh, I mm-hmm. I would like to try it. Um I'm I'm not sure if retro mode is the actual original game, or if it's just putting the sprites over everything? I think it's just putting the sprites over it because yeah. it's in widescreen, right? And it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look the same. I mean, yeah. it, the assets are the same, but it does it. You can tell something's like off. Yeah, um, but it's cool that it's there. Uh, I would love to play this. That sounds like a really cool blast from the past for Sega. Yeah, Sega, who has just been killing it with all the re-releases of their or you know updated versions of their classic games like sonic mania streets of rage 4 uh monster world now this yeah this is a great idea this is a great idea for them we got another super chat from billy Shokoi with two dollars your content's awesome keep it up thank you thank you and thank you for putting your name pronunciation in the yeah, but that's an X, though. You know, I mean, yeah. X sometimes is pronounced as show or or or, you know. or z or Zuh. or ka or you know a guitar solo because it's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Next news. Let's talk about how you got to make sure your Nintendo Switch account is secure. In addition,al an additional, which I didn't know there were already any, but an additional 140,000 user accounts may have been accessed maliciously, Nintendo says. Nintendo ha- This is according to Nintendo Life. Nintendo has issued an updated statement to its official customer support website today, warning users that April's data breach may have impacted considerably more accounts than initially reported. You may remember that back in April, Nintendo confirmed that around 160,000 user accounts, which used a Nintendo Network ID to log in, may have been affected by unauthorized logins. It was warned that these users' personal information may have been viewed by a third party, though credit card information remained safe. Oh, who cares? A number of users did report that their accounts were used to buy in game items in titles such as Fortnite, however. So, okay, so that goes against that. Yeah. Uh, In today's updated statement, Nintendo notes that further investigation into the data breach has revealed that there were approximately 140,000 additional Nintendo IDs that may have been accessed maliciously on top of the original uh, 160,000 passwords for those Nintendo IDs, have been reset and those account holders have been contacted. Oh, okay. So you would know if you were part of the breach. Check your emails. Yeah. Uh, despite the alarming number in, in Nintendo's statement, the company notes that less than 1% of Nintendo IDs globally have been impacted and any necessary refunds are being processed. Nintendo recommends that users enable two-step verification for their Nintendo accounts. I also recommend for all of your stuff to enable two-factor authentication. Yeah. So, uh, it my Windows is like, you got a virus, you got Microsoft Authenticator did a thing. Anyway, uh, Nintendo noted that nobody's credit card information was impacted, but then the article says that people were uh, malicious people were purchasing stuff in Fortnite. Yeah they were probably using the network ID to log into Fortnite and then buying stuff through the Epic system. And if you've ever played Fortnite in your life, which, Will, you have never played Fortnite? No, no. If I've you've logged ever... in. I've logged into it. Oh, himself. you've logged in. So have you gotten an email from a Russian guy taking over your Epic account? No. Because almost everybody who's ever played Fortnite has tried to has had some Russian guy try yeah, to no, log I into it. I have gotten anything like that. So, it seems like hackers target specifically Epic Games and Fortnite and stuff. Yeah. Um, So, just a public service announcement. Set up two-factor authentication. If you don't have a phone, uh, just make your password really long and stuff. Yeah. I think best practices for... it, like a, a password i mean obviously just do a bunch of characters with capitals and numbers and stuff that are just random but also if you do a bunch of words but like a lot of them that also is good because when people do dictionary attacks when they just brute force dictionary attack you they have to go through all the whole dictionary And if you make it a bunch yeah. of words they have to go through the whole dictionary it takes like months to actually get yeah what you want but obviously, of course, just mashing your hand on the keyboard is probably the best way to go. Yeah, or um, get a you know password manager that will auto generate the password and save it for you. Chrome has one built in. It does. I didn't know that. Yeah. Does ExpressVPN have a password? Uh, I don't know. ExpressVPN, the YouTube's number one VPN sponsorship. <laughs> Uh, I don't think they have one. I don't think so. Most VPNs don't have something like that. Hmm. Anyway, YouTube, uh, uh, expressvpn.com slash wolfden, I think is a thing. I got to like make a list of all these. Apparently hey, use I, it on your Switch. I went right to it. Wait, you could use ExpressVPN on your Switch? Yeah, it's if you go to products, VPN apps, and then other devices, Apple TV, Fire TV, PlayStation, Xbox, Switch. How does that work? And why no didn't idea. they tell me that? That should have been like the first thing they told yeah. me. How uh, to set up ExpressVPN on your Nintendo Switch. Use our media streamer service. Media streamer lets you watch content That might otherwise not be available to you. It is easy to set up, but it doesn't offer the protection or gaming benefits of a VPN. Oh, so it's not technically their VPN. Oh, it's a DNS server. But you can put ExpressVPN on your router, and that'll Uh, uh, connect to your Switch. Oh, so all it's doing is changing the DNS yeah. Which on all of my devices I use Google's DNS cuz it's supposedly faster and better. Yeah. Google's DNS is uh, a <laughs> you, you it's very simple. You change and I when I did this on my PS4 years ago, it actually made my PS4 way faster. Um you go here to these settings the DNS settings and you make the primary 8.8.8.8 and you make the secondary 8.8.4.4. And that's Google's DNS. Yeah. I don't know what ExpressVPN's DNS is. And I don't know if that might be better. I don't know. So ExpressVPN does have a random password generator, but they it doesn't have like a saving feature. Oh, okay. The the random password generator is on their website. So it'll just create a random string of characters and you copy it and you paste it wherever you need to. Right, right, right but chrome will auto generate that for you every time you sign up for something. I'm a little skeptical of password like savers, like the password f- like the f- you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like, the, like one the, password or something like that. Yeah, I'm a little skeptical of those because uh now all of your passwords are in one place and right. If that one place gets compromised and that's the you, those are the biggest targets. And if that one place gets compromised, now all of your passwords are compromised. I forgot like how it works, but like the way it's set up, you don't have to like worry about that because like they shield all your passwords, even but it's, from you. You know what I mean? Like, well, no, I know you what don't you put mean. all your yeah. money in one place. Why would you right. put all of your passwords in one place? Right. Anyway. Uh Google DNS and Open DNS have been the best in my personal experience with consoles, says Trip Gold. Uh next news. This was put in last minute. Yep. Uh arcade one ups got a new situation going on. I still oh. really want one of these. I I just, I just want the Ninja Turtles one. The, like Ninja, Turtl- I, the Ninja, Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles. and Turtles in time. Ninja Turtles one is top is top of my list. But yeah. I think above that was the Marvel Heroes one because I just yeah. think it's a beautiful game and the cabinet is beautiful. Yeah. Now I might have a new one. Anyway, during today's IGN Summer Game Summer of Games event, I actually saw this interview live because I clicked on the website. Um, the folks over at Arcade One Up revealed a handful of new additions to their line of a miniature arcade cabinet replicas. I should say they're not very miniature. Uh yeah. these include Ms. Pac-Man, Marvel vs. Capcom, X-Men vs. Street Fighter, Big Buck Hunter, and a virtual pinball machine based on Marvel Comic Superheroes. Uh, while Ms. Pac-Man is iconic enough to occupy her own cabinet, the others brought along some friends. Okay. The fighting game-centric cabinets uh, come uh both come with Marvel vs. Capcom and X-Men vs. Street Fighter. So, hold on. So, originally there was the Marvel Super Heroes arcade cabinet, Mm -hmm. which was Marvel Super Heroes, X Men, Children of the Atom, and The Punisher. Oh, that's right. The first two were fighting games, and then The Punisher is a shoot 'em up. Right. Um, This one, X Men vs. Street Fighter, comes with. Let me see if I can get a good. It comes with Children of the Atom. uh, What the hell? Mutant Apocalypse, X Men Children of the Atom, X Men Mutant Apocalypse, X Men versus Street Fighter, and then the original Marvel versus Capcom. Wait, 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 wait. I got to read it in the article in order for that okay. to sink into me. The fighting okay. game centric cabinets both come with Marvel versus Capcom and X Men versus Street Fighter. The other two games on each are different. Okay, so they both come with the main shtick that's on the system. Yeah. It's just kind of like a. Like a, like a cosmetic thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. You don't have to choose. The other two games on each are different. The Marvel vs. Capcom cabinet comes with Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter and the brawler Marvel Super Heroes in War of the Gems. I don't remember that game. That was basically before they started crossing over. That was the fighting game before they started crossing over with Capcom characters. I remember this game now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Super Nintendo game. I, I, that was probably a port. Anyway, whereas X-Men Brandon Machine is packed with X-Men Children of the Atom and X-Men Mutant Apocalypse. Way, which one of those? Is is one of these the arcade game? No, no these are both fighting Konami. games. Oh, that's Konami. So I, that ha- I think that's just called officially X-Men the Arcade Game, mm-hmm. but that might have its own weird name. Mutant Apocalypse is an actual beat 'em up. Yeah. Okay. Uh then there's also Big Buck Hunter Pro. Also includes Buck Hunter Pro Open Season, Buck Hunter, so a uh, Big Buck Safari and Big Buck Safari Outback. That's going to be a big seller on a lot of southerners' man caves, you know what I mean? Oh, oh yeah. A lot of people who like going to uh what do you call it? Miller's Alehouse. Yeah. I think that's a regional thing, though, so it will have to uh, change that to like a, a, a Dave and Buster's, or a lot of people who like to go drinking at the Dave and Buster's. They're gonna yes. they're gonna pick up the Big Buck Hunter. Official release dates for these cabbies is still forthcoming. Uh, Miss Pac-Man also includes uh, Galaxian, uh, Pac-Mania, and Pac-Man Plus. Galaxian? It's the sequel to Galaga. Weird. Why wouldn't it just be Galaga? Because I think Galaga is on the Pac-Man one. Oh, but in real life, it's Miss Pac-Man Galaga.
1: That's the, one, yes. that's the one
0: you see everywhere. Right? Yes. Now, the, 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 if you go to a bar and they got an arcade cabinet, it's almost always Miss Pac-Man Galaga. So the Pac-Man 40th Anniversary Edition comes with Pac-Man, Pac-Man Plus, uh... Pac and Pal, Pac-Land, Pac-Mania, Galaga, and... That's a lot. Super Pac-Man. That's so many. I know. That's too many. I want... I want the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom one. That one is Marvel vs. Capcom, Marvel Super Heroes vs. Street Fighter, and Marvel Super Heroes War of the Gems. I want that. Uh, that sounds great. I just want the Ninja Turtles one. Uh, maybe Mortal Kombat. But I would never be. I would never beat those games. Well, actually, I don't know. Like, I want Marvel vs. Well, actually, no. They both come with Marvel vs. Capcom. Because having Mutant Apocalypse would be cool. Yeah. Because that's an actual beat up The other one doesn't come with any beat-em-ups. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to get any of these. So I don't know what right I'm no. talking about. These are usually like 400 right? Yeah. Like $300 to $400. They go on sale sometimes. There was a sale on Black Friday where some of these were like $250, which I was like, oh my God, I want this. Yeah. I should have just freaking bought one. Uh, okay. Last news? Last news. This is a nice quick one, Will. Okay. Uh. So... It's kind of related to the unboxing too uh there you go. retro oh. fighters the last retro fighters uh g- controller was a dreamcast controller yes so these guys w- made their name making a new n64 controller yeah. oh I, I have it i have it right here
1: uh this go. controller brawler is
0: amazing 64. brawler 64 yeah this controller is amazing uh the original n64 controller desperately needed to be modernized there was a reason to make this controller. It is great. I play if I play N sixty four. This is what I have plugged in because it's just easy. There's also a Hyperkin one that's really good, but this is wired and it's just easier to plug in and play. Then they made uh, some Sega Genesis. No, then they did. It was a it was a Sega Saturn Sega Genesis controller. <laughs> yes, that is in my closet somewhere. Yeah. Then they made a Dreamcast one, which I just got. Oh, nice. I didn't know that came out. Uh, I think I actually supported the Kickstarter, and that's why I have this. I don't oh, think okay. they sent it to us. Uh, but once they shipped these, they announced a new Kickstarter for this one. This is a freaking GameCube controller. But it's specifically for Smash Brothers. Right. It is wireless. It will work on the Switch. It works as a pro controller. But it looks like a GameCube controller, and it has but button- it has additional buttons. Yeah, one for the short hop attack, which is a macro. That's on- so if you hit X and A, or uh-huh. Y and B, or any combination of X and Y and B and A at the same time, um, you will do a short hop aerial. Uh, uh- I've talked about this in a video before, and the comments were littered with people being like, if you rely on those macros to use the short hop aerials, then you're just not good at the game. So I'd imagine they're going to get a lot of crap for that too. It's one button, so you don't have to hit two buttons. It looks like it also doubles as the smash button. No, there's of hitting... So there's a separate button that is a smash button. Because this chart says... Smash attack, S, or short hop attack, S. <laughs> There's two buttons. There's two additional buttons. The duel showcases an innovative take on the classic game controller. Players can outperform their favorite smash or short hop attacks with the push of the new X, uh, S button. You can okay. switch between either attack options by pressing the mode attack button punch icon on the center of the gamepad. Okay, so it is one button. It is one button. It looks like a it looks like a little fist. Yeah. Well, the fist switches the S button function. I need I I need to see these buttons much closer up. Yeah. (laughs) There's no picture of it. Like, oh, there it is. There's X. There's Y. Okay. There's S. It's all making sense now. So the punch button is in the middle of the controller. Yeah, because it's just a switcher. It's not there. Oh. This is a this is a a, a a faceless button that's in the middle. Oh, it might just be blurred. It would be very nice if they had a. Just give me a high res picture of this thing. Yeah. Man. It's got a home button. Will it wake the control? Will it wake the console from sleep? It looks like it. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, you're right. That one that looks like it's faceless is actually the the button that will switch the S button from short hop yeah. aerial to smash, smash. attack. Um, I'm not sure how useful a smash attack button is. Well, I mean, you have the C stick, and I'm sure there are people who want it as just a button rather than flicking the C stick or doing directional. Well, that's the thing. Like people use people switch the C stick. Like a lot of people will switch the C stick from Smash Attack to uh, tilts to tilt yeah. attacks. Um, a dedicated button for Smash attacks? You already have that. It's the it's the A button. Well, the A button is punch, isn't it? The A button is the A button, and then a direction is a Smash attack. Oh. So is this inputting a direction? Then so what's B the button? That's special. Oh. Those are special attacks. Uh, I know it's confusing. It, it's very <laughs> confusing. I, I got the two confused for a really long time. Um, so, what does the smash attack button do? It performs a smash attack. <laughs> I type it clearly. In. <laughs> their favorite smash or short hop attacks with the push of the new S button. You can switch between either attack option by pressing the mode attack button, punch icon, on the center of the gamepad. The A button is also larger, giving it the perfect feel for playing Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, nope, no explanation. Do they show it in the video? They They demonstrated the short hops. Oh, here it is. That's a, f- that's a forward smash. Yeah, so it's probably just a forward smash. Well, no, then he does a dash attack. But it might that might have just been gameplay footage. It might not have actually shown what it actually does. They show the short hops. The co- them using the controller is so fake. <laughs> Those are the short hop aerials. Yeah. And then it, it ends. So we don't know what the smash attack actually does. All right. Uh... AJ says that looks gross. I knew he would have an opinion. <laughs> he Now, he uses a pro controller, so he's uh, he definitely does not want this. Uh, and he says, people bitch about the short hop attack macro because it will always give you a, a rising aerial. That said, as a supplemental thing, the macro can be useful and saying using it makes you dumb, makes you bad is dumb. Yeah, like if if you want to do a rising aerial, then why not use it? If you want to do like a like a landing aerial, then yeah, don't use it. Uh, Anyway, Gooby with $10. Bob, are you going to review the Switch controller that looks like a pregnancy test? What the hell are you talking about? I need to know exactly what this is. <laughs> and you need to link it in the chat because I need to see it. Yeah, you guys need to tell me the name of that controller. And I probably won't review that because that sounds horrible uh okay but we got listen we should just go right into the unboxing yeah because i have the dreamcast controller right here yeah so like i said at the top of the video no 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 no. let me do this first all right fine i'll go screw myself we we just got done talking about the retro fighter stuff we got to talk about the dreamcast retro fighter controller all right all right fine i do just have bob wants to do i have to get my camera working all right that was easy right, here we go uh i have no room on this desk so i when i when this originally got announced i was like why why do we need a new dreamcast controller i thought the dreamcast controller was fine you were of the mind that uh we needed a new dreamcast controller Yeah, because the Dreamcast controller is like compact, and it's got a weird shape that's not very ergonomic. And I know this pisses everybody off except me, but the cable comes out of the bottom. Yes. Well, the Dreamcast controller has like a nook in the back. Yeah, that lets the the thing come out. Yeah, but like you know, people either don't use the nook or the cable falls out of the nook. Oh, this is weird. This is weird looking. Uh. Here it is. A, a lot of the retro fighter controllers have like barely any weight to them because there's yeah. like they're very simple. Uh, this is cool. I, I don't remember the freaking Dreamcast controller being terrible, but I, I guess it has like the, uh, like like it, where it, your it, hands sit. They're like really thin yeah. And also weird. too, it's like it's it's straight. It's not like ergonomic and it's like very like rigid. Right. Um. It's not a it's not the worst controller but you know there there were much better controllers and have been since so like something like this the the updates are subtle but effective enough to you know improve the feel of it i just always thought that the dreamcast was like of the time it was like the most forward thinking and it was like the it, it was the closest to what modern controllers have become. Well, no, because the DualShock had just came out. The original that's true. DualShock. They ne- that's true. They never changed the DualShock design. Yeah. So, I mean, the Dreamcast controller was this weird, like, in-between. Yeah. It had, it had the analog triggers. It had an analog stick. It had two uh, memory card ports, one for a VMU and one for a Rumble Pack, or two memory cards if you're so inclined. Um, but you know, it didn't, it was missing a second analog stick. It didn't have bumpers. This one appears to have bumper buttons. Yeah. It has uh, four. Yeah. The Dreamcast didn't. The Dreamcast just had the triggers. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, and it has the two VMU slots. Yeah. And look at how the, uh, look at <laughs> look at how the cable comes out. Yeah. It comes out the top, kind of. That's weird. <laughs> I mean, they did. I mean, it works. Yeah, it's still coming out the top, but like, kind of. Also, what are those two buttons on the side of the VMU uh, screen? I guess. Uh, you got a turbo button and a clear button. Clear button. I will read the manual to let you know. I mean, this feels really good. Okay. Now this is the Brawler 64, and it feels this exact same. Yeah feels like the exact same thing. Uh, there is... Oh, here's the manual. It came with this really cool keychain. Big fan of that keychain. Quick start manual. Uh, no, I do not want to follow you. Actually, I'm pretty sure I follow you on social media already. Uh, clear button. Clear. <laughs> there it is. Clear. Clear. <laughs> um... Turbo function, hold down the turbo button, and then the button you'd like to activate the turbo. To remove the turbo function, hold down the clear button. Oh, uh, so it's just to cancel the turbo function. Yeah, which is dumb. You should just hit the turbo button once. Yeah. Why do you need two buttons? I guess they wanted to make it symmetrical. Mm-hmm. All right, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make a whole video on this, uh, but I would love the opportunity to bust out the Dreamcast. Yeah any opportunity to play the dreamcast is a good opportunity i might i think i w- i think i'm gonna bring home the dreamcast and then i'll bust this out and uh give it a sh- try and see if it's worthy of a dedicated video but i have something else that's more worthy of a video but i know you're itching to uh, unbox your thing so go ahead and unbox your thing all right finally it's will's time um now where do i put the scissor that i was gonna open it with oh here it is all right and i drop it on the floor it's all Saturday, am folks. You suck, Will. I'm just life's terrible. All right, this it. Like I know it can't be that big, but mm-hmm. the box is much smaller than I was expecting it to be. I'd imagine it takes up most of that box. Yeah, well, let's see here. Uh, important: read first. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, notes for a successful setup to ensure your. Con- Ah, uh, turn off your controller before attaching the product to your PS4 through DualShock 4 wireless controller to ensure a proper connection. Use this product only with a DualShock 4 wireless controller. All right, I will use it only with a DualShock 4. Why? Wi- oh, this is much tinier than I thought. Oh, it's only this big. And this is the controller. Okay. First, yeah, that looks pretty sleek. It makes sense. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Hold the back button. Hold the back button attachment with your thumb resting behind the stereo. uh, So here, basically, they want you to hold it this way. (laughs) Okay. And then with the attachment stereo plug, jack a line. Oh, am I doing this wrong? No, I'm not doing (laughs) it. Did you read? I did, but now it's like... Are you sure that you... Oh, had... it it bends. That's why. So you gotta put it in and then angle it. That's annoying, but there it is. Now my PS4 is on. Is that thing a sticker on the back? The little finger? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. So how do you set the button uh, I think you press this and then, uh, hold on. What'd I do with the instructions? AJ says, will read instructions. What a boomer. Hey, <laughs> I was reading instructions before you were born. Oh, That's there's a separate true. thing of instructions. On how to That's it. already too many instructions. I know. Uh, all right. I'll figure it out. Will you? well gooby gave us ten dollars and said bob are you going to uh oh i read that one gary poke gave us two dollars went away and came back thought this was spawn it's not it's us how could you confuse the two also gary poke also gave us two dollars and said i use it with overwatch it works pretty well he's talking about the thing that you have right there yeah what button do you have it mapped to Would you like me to do my last unboxing? Sure. Uh, While you sure. figure that out? All right, boys and girls. This might be my next video. Here it is. Okay, I got it oh, now. Wrong button. Oh, what do you got? What do you got? So the controller has to be on first. And then you prep. You press the, the little screen button. And then you just cycle through with the paddles to figure out what. Oh, yeah. I don't like that. It's a little clunky, but once you get it should just be, you know, you press that and the button you want at the same time or something. Yeah. But it's not terrible. Can you map the R3 and L3? Yes, that's exactly what I was doing, actually. Okay. That, I feel like, is the most important button to have an actual button. And then once you do that, you just click it, and that's profile one. Um, You can have several different profiles on it. I know that. It also has a headphone jack pass-through, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay so well, that's yeah if i ever play my ps4 again that would be useful for a war zone yes. but like i said i use the scuff controller so i could just use the paddles on that all right my turn uh yeah, we- this might be my next video it is the rk 2020 if you were sick of me doing portable emulators too bad there's oh. another one this one looks just generic and bland uh but if you know me you know that i wouldn't just do a generic bland one ew it's got this terrible sc- this is this is like really plasticky and crappy it has a full size usb port on the top i can't wait till this shows up on my screen uh this look this is plasticky and like crappy but it plays n64 games oh that's wow. why i have it um i can't imagine it plays them well yeah but we'll have to see will it turn on right now it has a one micro SD card slot it's got a much better thumbstick it that's like uh indented yeah uh that's cool but if the main selling point is playing n64 games why does it have a b x y you know mm I would love to have a portable way to play Mega Man Legends because I I would love to actually beat that game. Yeah. Um, so, the on button. So yeah, if it doesn't have it's if it doesn't have C buttons, then what are you? <laughs> I know. What are the triggers like? Uh, it's got four triggers. It's that type. Yeah. And I guess you would just use the D pad if you're mm-hmm. playing like Mario. What is this? capcom play system that's what it opens up to interesting weird uh oh it's one of the oh hold up wait a minute wait a minute this might have gotten even better uh capcom play system dreamcast oh there's no way this thing's gonna do that well um what do we got Five games available. What is what is that symbol? A uh, Game Boy is this? Is it Famicom? I oh, know I can't. I can just click on it. And see. Yeah, it's Famicom. Okay. Uh, I, I kind of like the 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 UI here. Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, uh, Game Boy Color, Sega Master System, Mega Drive. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo 64. Uh, NES. Okay. A PC engine. Ports and a little Raspberry Pi symbol. Is this a Raspberry Pi? PSP! Get out of here. PlayStation. Residual VM. Scum VM. You know, scum. Yeah, scum is, um... That was the engine that a lot of the old LucasArts adventure games were made on. Oh. It's good to have you around. Yeah. What is this? Emuler M- script setup? I don't, know. I don't know. Super Nintendo, and then all, and then favorites. All right. Well, should I open up N64 or Dreamcast? I guess the N64, because that's what you, what, what you right. got it for. Uh, Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart, Star Fox, Super Mario 64. We all know how that should look. Yeah. Well, that boots up. I'm going to say this about the back buttons. I like how it doesn't interfere with my Nyko charging dongle. That's cool. But getting it on and off is kind of a pain in the butt. Because you have to line up the headphone jack, like properly and it like yeah it like bends back Mm -hmm. but getting it to bend back is kind of a pain in the butt so it's clearly designed to like not be taken off ever there's no volume slider okay so uh i guess i'll it's probably a mixture of like start and one of the buttons. i don't know uh oh this frame rate is god awful oh boy oh so, like, you know when you film a screen and it looks like it's flickering? Yeah. It looks like that's what's happening on the screen, but I promise you it looks like that in real life. <laughs> it's flickering in a weird, really weird way. Yeah. Um, this is the Japanese uh, Mario 64, I should mention. Okay. Dear Mario. Blah, 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 This is going to take a while to actually get into the game. Uh, but while that happens, uh, we might as well keep going and uh, do the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! We got... Oh, this is good. Uh, <laughs> this is this blew up. This is very yeah, viral, I, I would I say. Saw this, yeah. uh, Scooch says, Ah, yes, me, my girlfriend, and her $500, four-foot-tall Mareep. Up oh, it it died. <laughs> it completely died. <laughs> okay. Well I guess I gotta charge it. The red button, the the, the back is still red. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know if it's actually dead. Alright, well I gotta charge it, I guess. Alright. Well anyway, uh So it it plays N64 games. The frame yeah. rate was weird. I need to actually physically play the game in order to, i mean it looked like it ran fine aside from the fr- i mean we know n64 game frame rates are weird but it was literally flickering um i have a feeling it'll actually play pretty decently but we'll we'll see yeah and we'll see if it's worthy of all video uh last note on this before i get into this uh let me make sh- let me see how much it is uh i want to look it up on retro me well let's look at rk console uh buy now. Sixty six dollars. Okay. That is very cheap. Hopefully it plays these games well. Yeah. Anyway, tree of the week. Uh ah yes, me and my girlfriend are five hundred dollar four foot tall Mareep. And it's a picture of the guy staring at his yeah. space in bed and his girlfriend hooking a five hundred dollar mareep. Uh which is apparently sold out. <laughs> Uh, I remember when they started selling these, and yeah. I was a little tempted. I love Mareep, but $500? Uh, you can get a 39-inch uh, Pikachu for $250. Uh, there's also now, for $280, a Psyduck. Yes. They just announced this. It's these what? are life-size <laughs> Hypebeast.com called it one-to-one scale. How do you yeah. know? How do you know what one-to-one of a Psyduck is? <laughs> there he is having a headache. This would be cool to have like in the corner of a house. Yeah. Because he's already, he's standing straight up. All right. it The Psyduck weighs nine pounds. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> All right. Now is when we talk to you people. Yes. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag Wolf Den Live. If you'd love to comment on last week's Wolf Den Live, then this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. Oh, there, yeah. There was a uh, little rubber like thumb grip attachment for the thumbstick that was just in the box. <laughs> So I'm putting it on. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets to see my Discord window. Boop, boop, boop. All right, what do we got? Uh, hashtag Wolf Den Live. We got Muhammad Hader who says, hey, Will, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are fighting. Who would win if they were comic book characters? Uh, Jeff Bezos because he's basically just Lex Luthor. Like so- straight up. <laughs> so I think in a f- bro- in a fist fight, bezos yeah but if we're talking like you got a week to prepare and you get to use all of your technology and your money to like build like power suits and stuff i think elon musk might take it true but bezos has more money than musk so i imagine he would probably put that to better use even though historically amazon has ever been a good technology company <laughs> <laughs> well think about that like Jeff Bezos' power suit would be the Amazon basics of power suits. Yeah. Uh, Q73 Power, the eShop needs more demos. I won't buy a game without doing research. Slime Sand looks like a trash game, and I wasn't going to look it up. I wasn't going to look it up. I had my friend play a demo as a joke, but it was actually pretty good. St- I think, in general, there should be more demos. The developers of Slime SlimeSan are making a new game that was announced today. Oh, uh, nice. I forgot what it was. I think it's a 3D platformer. Or or it's like a 2.5D platformer. Yeah. Jordan Rand, Will, your video reminds me of a chat I had with a guy who sees movies once and feels once you see it, there is nothing left to see. He loves music, so I said this. You know how you play a song to get a specific mood? That's what movies do for me. That's interesting. Yeah. I watch BM movies, I think that means Batman. Uh more than Bowel movement movies, but go on. <laughs> more than once because I want to feel a particular way or I am in a specific mood and want to watch a movie that reminds me of when I first saw it. All films in the Dark Knight trilogy still give me goosebumps. Hashtag Will was right. Love you both. Thank you. Um Yeah, there's a I mean, there are some movies that are only worth seeing once. Um but then there are some movies that are worth seeing over and over again and the dark knight trilogy are three movies that you want to see over and over again i think your friend just hates movies <laughs> just straight up He he just does not like movies i only like seeing movies once i feel like it's kind of like i feel like movies are like a waste of time <laughs> that's that's i'm kind of with his friend but i don't think i i think that's an interesting perspective i've never heard it like that like you watch a movie to get yourself in a certain headspace i mean if it's a good enough movie like i'll watch it again because you never watch the same movie the same way twice because like once you've seen it like you have your initial Uh, Reaction to it, and either gets better or worse from there. But every time you do see it, you learn something new about it, and you appreciate something different about it, or you hate something different about it. So, I I mean, the only movie that I like actively watch, like multiple times, is Star Wars movies. Yeah, and usually when I watch it, it's like uh, it's like an event or something, you know. Yeah. Like one of my friends when he turned thirty, they rented out a bar and playing it on a projector in the back, and it was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, and nobody said a peep the whole time. Everyone was just watching the movie. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, just an example. Like, recently, I actually I rewatched watched uh, Mission Impossible Fallout just because, like, I like watching the stunts, and, like, I've seen the behind-the-scenes of, like, how they did them, but even still, like, I don't understand how they were able to pull some of those things off because it is grossly negligent <laughs> that they let Tom Cruise jump out of a plane like five miles high or have him fly a helicopter through canyons while shooting at another helicopter. I, I need to watch through those movies. I, I need to get out of the mindset. Like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos because they're yeah. short and easy. I need to... What ends up happening is I watch like, four YouTube videos in a row. Like, I might yeah. as well then have just watched a movie. So I got to... Yeah. Just start watching movies instead of YouTube. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. So if you want to watch the Mission Impossible movies, I have them all. Yeah, I they want to are, watch the first one. They're all good, even to <laughs> Come at me, chat. Where can I watch the first one besides getting it directly from you? Um, I don't think they're streaming anywhere. Which That's sucks. so dumb. That's so stupid. Hold on. Uh, I actually have an app that tells you. We'll keep going and I'll figure it out. Last week on YouTube, we got Poke Freak Gaming who said, what's the point of talking about Pokemon if most of you have no clue about Pokemon? Everybody always has to talk crap about us when we talk yeah. about Pokemon. Paul W., how can you cover Pokemon news when you can't even appreciate it all? I am upset with your lack of knowledge. I can appreciate it. Yeah. We just say dumb stuff because we're not that into Pokemon. However, AJ is so. If you have any problems, put it all on AJ. He's our right. Hey, AJ Pokemon with guy. his weird ass <laughs> ideas, like Pokemon is a multiplayer game. Uh, Robert Nemeth, AJ is absolutely right that that co- competitive aspect of Pokemon is the meat of the game. It's what keeps the long tail of the game going. Not saying that they can't be enjoyed purely as a single player game, but the team building, trading, and battling are what the player base comes back for over and over. I don't think the majority does. Pokemon Sword and Shield lackluster single player. What is near proof of this? Also, the Wolf Bros both admit to not really even playing much of Pokemon in general in this very video, is why so why argue with AJ? I think part of the argument we said that it's interesting that there's people who play it competitively. And they think that it's mostly a um, competitive multiplayer game. And the, the meat of the game is the competitive aspect. Yeah. I think most people just play the single player and then collect Pokemon. And those people would say the meat of the game is the single player. And we are those people. Uh, XC Zach says with the meat of Pokemon, honestly, I think both sides are right. The great thing about Pokemon is that you can play it as hardcore or casually as you want. If you play for the competitive, you may not care about the story, but you can only play the story and get your fill. The story teaches you mechanics to competitive, but you can ignore that and just use cool freaking Pokemon. Uh, I think there's a lot of mechanics in competitive that you don't learn. Like, I don't know anything about physical or or uh, the other attacks. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't even know what they're called. Because um, it's just so easy to go through the single player. Also, uh, Robert Nemeth said lackluster single player. The single player was great. I had a it's, great a, time really with the good. single player in, in yeah. uh, Sword and Shield. Um, so I... Disagree there. And I stopped playing a couple Pokemon games because the single player was not great. Like, like why? I didn't really enjoy the single player that much. And Sun and Moon, I kind of just fell off the single player. Luke Antone, when will Fred guest star on Wolfden Live? He actually sent that to me in a DM. <laughs> Fred will guest star on Wolfden Live when the main topic is an anime topic. Yeah. And good luck with that happening. <laughs> uh Okay. Now we're in the chat. Real quick, Mission Impossible Fallout is currently streaming on Prime and Hulu. And that's it. I can't even like watch it on Amazon if I pay for it. You can, but like if you have a Prime account, then you can watch it for free with your Prime account. Uh, w- no, I- I- I'm thinking of the original. Oh, the original. Yeah, no, you can like buy or rent the original. I would like to rent it. How much is okay. it to rent it? uh hold on mission impossible two three dollars three dollars yeah four for hd now is it is it actually gonna be hd will yeah all right i'll pay four dollars to watch it mission might not be impossible. 4k but it'll be it will be 1080p a, it's been many many years since i watched that yeah it's slow it's a very slow burn of a movie but it, it's very good AJ says, you do learn about the physical and special split in the campaign. You just don't pay attention. Well, did they do a good job then? (laughs) (laughs) There's plenty of games that force you to learn stuff. You know? Uh, We also have some super chats. Yes. Uh, We have Mecha Dragon with $5. Great video this week, Bob. You managed to show some rage without screaming and being hilarious about it. Also, great to hear the bad side of E3 as well. Yeah, a lot of people liked that video. And I'm glad they yeah, did. It, I thought it, I was like, a little hesitant to to actually make that video. It's a very comprehensive video Thank about, you. like, not just our experience with E3, but like why it's kind of a bad show. Yeah, <laughs> why it needs to be desperately changed completely. Yeah. Uh John Enquist with five dollars. You'd think as YouTubers, you would get a Dollar Shave Club sponsorship to shave your face. We have one. Uh, they're not sponsored until I think next month. So uh, you, yeah. this is what you get to deal with. Uh, I I reminded my wife that this stays till the end of quarantine. Yes. And who knows when that might be. Uh, and then my daughter proceeded to grab both my beard <laughs> and my neck hair. Oh. And yank extremely hard so i will be shaving my neck hair and that's it <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i'm i was also growing this until the end of quarantine however yeah. uh i think it's like all but ready to pack it up for quarantine i think you should still quarantine as much as possible yeah. but uh people are freaking you know I'm seeing nobody's appreciating quarantine anymore. Yeah. I basically said, I'm not shaving this until either a, I have to go back to my nine to five or B I have like a wedding or something to go to. So, uh, Oh yeah, it's true. You, you, uh, your quarantine isn't over until you go back to work. (laughs) Yeah. And like, I like, it's funny because I was going to shave it the week, you know, New York said go into quarantine. Um, then I'm just like, you know what? quarantine beard um <laughs> uh, mecha dragon also gave us another five dollars also isn't calling yourself a gen one or a bad thing the community use that as an insult for people who only care for gen one so well, it's like you know being a baby boomer is not in and of itself a bad thing acting like a twat and being a baby boomer is a bad thing yes 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 uh it's used as an insult among the pokemon community but if you like gen one then who cares yeah you know i like gen one i don't i don't care uh milshank with four dollars and 20 cents ah nice pokemon stream with the dlc try the multiplayer i'm definitely gonna stream the dlc i feel like i shouldn't play the multiplayer out of purpose yeah Uh, out of uh spite spite yeah uh yeah so there's that okay now we're in the chat chat all right uh <laughs> do you have one hello will, uh, bob and will this is hello. from Juani vellos hello bob and will when do you think they are going to announce the next gen nintendo game the next i great am, nintendo game the next great nintendo game i am waiting for a new mario sunshine greetings from argentina I think within the next few weeks we should see something from Nintendo, but yeah, uh, it's possible it could be like a whole month. I don't know. I don't even know if we're gonna know about Mario Sunshine. I feel like we already got the or or, or the ports that the the, the, yeah. the Mario ports or the 3D Mario All Stars. I think we already got Paper Mario, and if we were gonna get more Mario stuff, they would have clumped that together. I think we'll hear about a new a completely different game within the next few weeks. Yeah. Python G, is Microsoft still going to be a service though? They might dominate with the Xbox Series X in the marketing and with the Lockhart Scarlet or whatever it is, with those things are what is your take? Um yeah, I think they'll still go in on the service aspect because even if they do do really well with the Series X, uh, I think that they'll it'll still be a really close console war. Yeah, like all they'll do is win the console war in America, and then globally it'll be very close. Because well, Sony has also, such a stranglehold on the market. Microsoft globally. too, as as a, whole, a company, seems to be going more in a service based direction, yeah. with like you know a subscription of Microsoft Office, you know being the way to buy it and things like that so it just seems to be the way the company as a whole seems to be heading sarah anderson says will there will where is the best place to get some figures from your giant batman made me want to look some up um it's so that i bought in a walmart <laughs> 15 years ago um amazon is sometimes good for figures uh the problem is like prices fluctuate wildly depending on you know what you're looking for um also to a lot of third party uh, sellers on amazon like screwing things up uh best place to get figures honestly unfortunately is in physical stores like in target in walmart um toys r us r.i.p um (laughs) Comic book shops are good, but they always jack up the prices. Yes. Always. So if you're okay with spending just a little bit more, then maybe try a comic book shop. But Amazon isn't bad for specific things. Um, retail stores like Target and Walmart are pretty good, but their selection is usually much more limited. Although they've been getting better with like collectibles, like NECA stuff, things like that. I, I think Amazon is the best. Uh, but also if you want something really specific, uh, our good buddies at a muck time have a, an online store. Yes. Uh, that, that's our long Island local comic shop. Yep. Uh, that also has, they make most of their money as an online retailer for, for toys. Yeah. Um, and also Midtown comics has a bunch of yeah. good toys, but th- Amazon's the cheapest also play asia if you want some anime toys yeah they got good stuff be careful uh, with ebay though because they the the sellers usually jack up the price thinking that i was gonna you know... read i was gonna what? read this but then fred uh deleted it i think because he right. put too many emotes but i'll read it uh, anyway bob and will when do you think apex is coming to switch i need it uh that'd be great i'd much rather I'm much... surprised it hasn't yet yeah, I'm surprised it has either. I'd much rather Warzone now at this point. Yeah. That would be amazing because I would have it with me portably. Oh, did he spam it? That's why. Ah, uh, he spammed it. Yeah. Well, I answered you anyway. Yeah. I didn't notice that you spammed it. Uh, yeah, I'd rather Warzone, but I would take Apex too. Apex would be great. Having Warzone cross the 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 the, the cross, uh, what do you call it? Progression. Yeah. Uh, would be awesome to have portably. Uh, Parker, hey Will, with the new Batman movie coming out next year and rumors of the Joker going around, who would you cast as the Joker for the new Batman movie and why? Um, just don't do the Joker.
1: Just yeah, no, stop don't, the Joker.
0: Don't do the Joker. Not because I hate the characters because he's very easy to get overplayed. Yeah. We just had a movie dedicated to just the Joker. So it's good to take a long break from him. There's so many Batman villains. There are you can can... Batman. It's unanimous that Batman has the best rogues gallery in comics. Mm -hmm. So that said, I was listening to a a podcast back when Kevin Smith did uh, interviewed comic book uh, creators, and he interviewed Neil Adams, and Neil Adams said Matt Smith for the Joker, and I can't think of anybody else now for it. So oh, uh, Doctor yeah, Who. Do- Doctor Who. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So mm-hmm. that's my pick. Okay, and then cast David Tennant as the Riddler, and then <laughs> it's just all be just nothing but doctors as Batman villains. Yeah, I would take a Riddler for a for a... well. Ale- I think the Riddler is going to be in the next one, played by Paul Dano. That'd be amazing. I would yeah. super appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> CQ. Cumber says, Bob, do you like Wolf Den Live? <laughs> I wouldn't do it if I didn't. Uh alright, I'm gonna read one more. Alright. Uh Dag says, "What's your take on the Switch Pro? I see it being a TV-only device that will have more power. Do you think it will come out next year due to the PS and Xbox Series X? I talk about this a lot. Yeah, I feel like maybe I should make a video on it, but that's such a well, I feel like that's like a waste of a video. I feel like that's a good video to have when you have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I, we do get asked this a lot. I think the Switch Pro is never happening. <laughs> I think at most." It'll be the new Nintendo Switch. It'll play all the same games. It'll just be a little bit, like, slightly more powerful just to make games run faster. Uh, Just like we saw with the DS and the 3DS. Um, And Nintendo does not compete with Sony or Microsoft. They make their own thing, and they, they see themselves as their own nook in the video games market. And Microsoft and Sony also see Nintendo in that way. So, uh, no, I don't think that they're releasing anything this year to compete directly with the new consoles. If anything, they'll make an iteration on the Switch that is like the new Nintendo Switch and just has some cosmetic differences and it's like, a, like slightly more powerful, but it'll still play all the same games. So, uh, yeah, I don't think... I mean, maybe there'll be a console-only version that's like ch- slightly cheaper, like they did with the light. But yeah. uh, again, I think it's going to be the same sort of Nintendo Switch ecosystem. I don't think we're getting a. I don't think we're getting a Switch Pro. I think it's going to be a lot more nuanced than that. If yeah. we can, but I do think that there's some sort of hardware situation happening right now. I think that there is some sort of Switch hardware situation that Nintendo's working on or just a new hardware thing in general. I just don't think it's a next-gen thing, and I don't think it's like a 4K Yeah, powerhouse. Okay. I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. Guys, thank you for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us as always. Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on youtube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well because we're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of Wolf Den Live, or maybe you want to send a specific clip over to your buddies, then subscribe to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. John Enquist gave us five dollars. Says to AJ, video on top ten rental Pokemon in Pokemon Stadium one, the people need to know. Rental Pokemon? Can you rent a Pokemon in the game? news to me anyway go to twitch.tv slash wolfden uh, i stream there a bunch now because i don't have anything else to do with my life i can't leave the house uh yesterday there were f- people setting off fireworks there are like, few people doing that here so, yeah but i live in the city where there's friggin nypd throwing gas bombs at people yeah. so i'm like what the hell's going on around my house But no, it's just some idiots setting off fireworks on their roof. If you're setting off fireworks on the roof of an apartment complex, don't you think the people who live there are going to be like, guys, stop setting off fireworks, you idiots. You're making us think that the world is ending. Anyway, go to twitch.tv slash wolfden. I don't know why mine looks like this. Uh, You click this little follow button. And then make sure you click the little bell so you know when I go live. Uh, Otherwise, you won't know. Because you probably don't even use Twitch. But you should. It is more of this. Uh, And uh, oh, I'm going to have a video on YouTube.com slash Bob Wolf sometime tomorrow, I hope, if everything goes well. Uh, So go over here and click the subscribe button. That's not here because I'm already subscribed to my own channel. Thank you guys for hanging out. We'll see you later. Goodbye. Bye.